for Christmas. Santa hat on. Oh, there we go. Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I see John with his Santa hat on and um, some others with Christmas decorations and Grayson with a elf hat on. All right. Welcome, everybody. Good morning. Uh, can you? There we go. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, you know what? We're living in exciting times. There's a lot going on. A lot going on. We um, are actually going to go out with, uh, in fact, we'll, we'll just invite everybody. Anybody who wants to drive a thousand miles and come join us tomorrow. Um, <laughs> we're going to go out to the Painted Mines where it's, you know, it's actually a lot of plains. So it's kind of east of the mountains so that we can get a good look of the Great Conjunction, which is taking place tomorrow night. And that is where Jupiter and Saturn are, uh, Jupiter's kind of eclipsing Saturn to some degree. Anyway, it's a pretty phenomenal thing because it hasn't happened in over 800 years. Wow. So we're gonna be doing that. Anybody is welcome to join us. You can uh, come out to the Painted Mines with us and, um, and we'll all freeze together. Yeah. <laughs> yes, dress warmly. <clears throat> dress warm. <laughs> <laughs> so the other thing too is, um, I we uh, in fact I'll just ask if anybody wants to work with me on putting together some information regarding the uh, 2015 blood moons and every astronomical thing September 23rd of 2017 all these powerful powerful astronomical things that the Father has given to us in the heavenlies as signs to get our attention to say hey people wake up. I'm doing something. The last five years, the, there have been these astronomical signs that have been, some of them relatively uh, unique and uh, rare, others very unique and rare, and that, but they've all happened with, within this five-year span, which makes them extremely unique and rare that they would happen at this time, right as we're shifting from Pisces into Aquarius, or from the church age into the kingdom restoration age. That's phenomenal. And so we really want to put some uh, thought together and take a deeper look at how rare were these things when you put them all together. I don't know if anybody has any numbers on that. So if someone is not familiar with all of that, what would you say as far as what is, what is the conjunction? Well, the conjunction, okay, I guess I didn't <laughs> define that, but you know, Jupiter is basically uh, lining up with Saturn. And this, again, has not happened in over 800 years to where it's lining up so uh, directly. I think it's 0.1%. I, I don't even know what the 0.1 is, but uh, it's a small number. And anyway, that they're lining up very, very uh, closely, and it's making it look like a, a very bright star in the sky. Now, the thing is, you have to look at it. You have to see it right after sunset. Because uh, within like an hour after sunset, it goes down over the horizon as well. So we can't see it. So we have to be out and ready before the sun goes down so that as it becomes uh, visible, we can watch it as, it as it goes down below the horizon. So, you know, and Jupiter represents kingship. And kingship, uh, or excuse me, and Saturn, you know, I, I'm trying time to remember. Yeah, time. it represents time. So it's Kronos. kingship over time. <laughs> And that's exactly what's happening is the Jupiter kingship is coming over time and that we would all recognize who we are, that we would begin to rule and reign even over time. And what was even more phenomenal is this morning in my worship time, I was sitting out watching the sunrise again and just began reading some stuff. And it's amazing what else is out there right now. 
we we have the benefit of the relationship that we have with the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And that relationship is key. And I think it kind of takes things to a whole new level. But there are people out there that would be considered New Agers who are already you know, very aware of all this stuff and may even know more than we do because as Christians, we've been told, you know, we've got to stay away from all of it. So we haven't researched it. But now's the time. Let's research this and see what Father's saying. He's put all these signs in the sky. What's he really saying? So the New Agers are saying that we're coming into a new earth. And I thought, well, that's interesting because we believe we're moving into kingdom restoration, which would be restoring the earth. And uh, the other thing it mentioned is that, you know, if you have relationships going on right now, and maybe some of them have been, you know, distancing and, and shifting to where, you know, you were really close with some people, but maybe not so much anymore. And, and anyway, in this article, it was talking about, you know, I, I, I don't connect with their language, but they were talking about moving from this third dimension into a fifth dimension. Don't know what that is. Maybe somebody can connect the dots there. But moving from that third dimension to the fifth dimension, that some people aren't going to be able to make that shift. They're not meant to make the shift. Like we keep saying, some people aren't meant to shift out of church age. They're meant to finish it well. So again, I think we're saying very similar things, but we're using different language. So a lot of it's semantics. So it's very cool. Very cool. Yes. Also want to give a shout out to um, Riley and Sterling. Yep. Uh, I see Riley is on with us and uh, we just and bless Sterling. you. Sterling there too. Oh, yes, there's Sterling. They're, they're side by side on our, our screen there. So we were hoping... Go ahead and pop up the, uh, the gallery view for a second so everyone can see. Oh, we may not have an option for that. I know there's an option on the screen deck that you can put up the, the whole thing. But if not, don't worry about it. They have been so key uh, with us um, on this journey of helping us with sound and with tech um, through some amazing ups and downs. And, and <laughs> we just, just want to say we so honor bless you. and bless you guys. Thank you so much for getting us this far because we couldn't have done it without you. <laughs> well, it was very much appreciated. Go ahead, Riley. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah it, it was enjoyable. It Can still would be here? enjoyable. Just, I'm not a morning person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we appreciate you guys so much. And, you know, something that we've always said is what keeps us coming back is your love for people and um, the people in uh, the ministry, if you want to call it that, uh, the, all those people all around the world, you know, there's just an outpouring always of Can everybody the screen? Uh, caring for each other. Um, and, and you guys, I think set the best example for all of us. And so we appreciate you so much and are honored to now see you from our beds. (laughs) 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 Oh, it's been a lot of fun. Thank you so much. Well, we so appreciate you. You guys are family and will always be. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Go ahead, Riley. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't have much else to say other than thank you guys. for. It was honestly great because I actually learned a lot from working with you guys. So I, uh, I thank you for that, for the learning experience. 
<laughs> well, thank you, because you, you took a lot of load off of our shoulders and helped us get through a lot of things that we couldn't figure out. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Bless you. And so somebody else that we want to honor, I don't know if they're on here, but I know they're in a busy whirlwind right now, probably, but uh, Keith and Trina, I don't know if many of you know them, but they had come here, they stayed with us a couple months, we were probably in one of the busiest seasons of our lives, we were traveling, and then coming back and doing conferences, and then Thanksgiving, just a lot of stuff going on, and they were here for that two-month period, and, and really helped cover a lot of things for us that we were not able to cover. And um, yeah, we just bless them and thank them. They they moved to uh, Texas, and uh, we just bless and honor their time there. All right. Um, let's see. Okay. Is there anything else? I think we, we covered going? everything. Anybody else got anything that needs to be covered right now? <laughs> It is a wonderful season, and, and uh, Christmas, whether you believe in the, the fullness of the commercialization and all that, um, you know, the biggest thing is that we just celebrate Jesus. Yes. That's, that's what we're doing, so celebrating Jesus and the coming of a new year, which, um, well, I think I'll save that for after, after okay. worship, because I want to hear what other people are getting for 2021. It's just, the body that counts. We need to hear what the body's getting for 2021. And we also just want to honor um, Tom and Diane Rice for yes. um, taking over for us while we were gone. We so appreciate you guys. You're such a blessing. You're the two-man show. <laughs> when we're gone, you're it. We appreciate you. And so we had an amazing time in South Carolina with an event with Chris Carter called Christmas in the Heavens. And um, it was just amazing and amazing connections that we made. It, yeah. We made there. A lot so. of good connections made. So... All okay, right. let's uh, let's go ahead and engage and see what Father is doing for all of us this morning. So again, whether you're on Facebook or YouTube or Zoom or in-house, please, we want to hear what you have been getting from the Father while we're in this ascension time. Yes. So Father, we just thank you right now. We thank you for what you're doing, what you're going to do, what you have done. Just begin to... Share what you're getting, what you're seeing, perceiving. <laughs> it's funny, I'm seeing uh, actually a Christmas tree um, before the, the throne, and we're gathered around that Christmas tree, and there's just a piece of, such a sense of <clears throat> peace and joy. And the tree is alive, and the ornaments are all alive. And just um, encourage you to look and see if Father would show you an ornament, what it is and what it might mean, mm. because each ornament has a specific meaning for this time in this season. saw an ornament that he said is us we're his ornament and it's like he emanates such incredible light uncreated light and we're his light 
shining out to the world. And so it's like at the top of the tree, the Bethlehem star that, you know, lit up the whole city and that the wise men came to that's going to show up in the heavens December 21st. It's like yeah. we're the topping of his Christmas. That's beautiful. Thank you. Thank Norma. you, Norma. I saw a French horn and I sensed of the, the frequencies of heaven being released through us. And also the French horns are huge and they reflect. So I also felt it was a mere, us reflecting heaven on earth. Mm. That's beautiful. That's Thank you, Dorette. What I saw on the Christmas tree was and harp ornament and as that uh, harp was playing here Diane was playing the harp um, <clears throat> the streams of light began coming off the harp ornament on the tree and two angels walked up with a big golden bowl and they were collecting them wow. in this golden bowl wow that is amazing thank you I don't know why I'm seeing this right now, but I just see the father waving his hand back and forth and he's creating a wind and that wind has gold dust in it, but he's waving it and he's getting the wind stirred up, this gold dust in the wind, and he's encouraging all of us to breathe deeply. So just take a deep breath of the gold wind. And I believe it has something to do with healing and that to take a deep breath of this begins to align the DNA and all the cells in the body to align with your perfected self so that you have perfect health. Mary on Zoom says, I have no detail yet, but I got a green shining ornament. I believe it's about something new, but eternal for us. Ever green, ever growing. Oh, that's so yeah. good. Thank you. That's good. And then, and this is wow. Reminds me of Peter Pan. We can fly to a higher heaven. <laughs> Terry says, "I was looking out a frosted window, watching it snow. It is a day full of expectation and cheer. It is a snow day and full of Christmas spirit." Wow. I'm just seeing those that are breathing deep. This gold dust wind that from the inside they're glowing outward as this wind comes into their body it glows outward and it burns out everything that doesn't belong there that's not of god every virus that's not of god every bacteria every misalignment that is not of the father this gold is just <laughs> it's interesting because you when gold is 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 a you know boiled that the dross comes to the top where this gold is doing the same thing it's going through the body and it's causing the dross to rise to the top and then you choose to wipe off the dross from the top yeah. just wipe it off all the sickness all the yes. disease all the misalignments yes. just wipe it off Susan says my ornament is a crystal spun heart where the love of God flows from us to the world. That's beautiful. I see a snowflake 
it has many facets and crystals and you have the reflection when the light shines on them how they, they glisten and kind of look flittery wow yes. that's beautiful thank you yeah. maxine steve says i see father playing chess and the look of satisfaction on his face as he is about to crush the opponent <laughs> wendy says gold wind yes so again, if you're on Facebook and YouTube, please put something in the comment in the chat area. Share with your friends. Have them join us. Same on Zoom. Share with your friends. Have them join us here. Wendy on Zoom says, I saw a diamond ornament. The diamond, and it just got lost. Hold on a second. There we are. I saw a diamond ornament, and the diamond has a blue light that shines from the inside. The colors of the rainbow are magnified because of the blue light. So let your light shine. Wow, that's good, thank you. I feel like there's different parts of creation that are joining in. It's like some birds are bringing some ornaments to put on the tree. Um, and I don't, I don't know, it's just there's all of, all of heaven is moving in with us. There's some of the cloud of witnesses that are joining us as well. Lisa says, good, uh, Gil, that is so good. Father has been talking to me about gold as a type of Faraday cage that protects us from every electromagnetic frequency that might be sent from the fallen world, just as gold can be used as an insulator or conductor on the physical world. Mm, so good. good. Mm. I, when you were speaking, Gil, Father was showing me that gold dust going into places in all of our hearts that had been wounded, that left gaping holes. And, and he was, that gold dust was filling up and kind of plugging up all the holes in our heart from the wounds and, wow. Wow. you know, so that his glory light could shine gold to other people to help heal their hearts. And I breathed out that gold dust to my family and friends mm -hmm. and my community because there's so much pain right now and so much glory <laughs> in this time and it's like god's golden glory is wow. just wow. Wow. there's a so there's good. a japanese artist that that does um he fixes things mm -hmm. and puts gold to align the parts yeah. and it's, so it's like he's aligning the parts of our heart the, the relationships with this beautiful gold dust making us one yeah that's what i saw beautiful norma so good helene says i see ornaments that have families inside of it we are protected in him and his glory surrounds us that's beautiful wow i, I saw a bird deliver an ornament to the tree and the ornament was actually just a pine cone uh, that would be natural for the tree. And I, I got that uh, God is restoring. Yes. Natural. It's beautiful. Restoring creation. Mm -hmm. I see red bows pretty good sized red bows all over the tree 
and in the, the red ribbon um, are little green packages and they're wrapped and tied with a red ribbon. Oh, that's beautiful. Hmm. Thank you, Maxine. Jackie on Zoom says, I see a translucent blue ornament. There's a blue shining light. The Prince of Peace reigns in our heart and in the earth. And, and Jeannie says, I see a living tree with living ornaments of people, creatures, instruments, every object living from each colored light to ribbon to glitter. The tree is Father and we are all in him, on him. We are all part of him. Wow, that's wow. beautiful. Um, let's see. Sandra says, the gold for me is his liquid light that washes me clean. And Hector says, I saw a snowflake ornament that became a fireball and kept turning back and forth between fire and snowflake. Mm. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> that is awesome. I feel like Father's calling us to align with what he's doing. Uh, again, the, the signs in the sky, the signs in the heavens that he has given to us to wake us up wake us up that he is absolutely changing things and in the past it's always been Yahweh's people that have been major transitionaries in this movement but I don't think we can we can even claim that right now that this is a movement where it's opening up where father's opening up to all of his children worldwide he's pouring this out into all of his people that we need to align with what he's doing and to agree to be restorative people in this age that we will begin looking to see what he's doing in order to open it up and share it with the world bringing heaven into the earth bringing kingdom into the earth father we agree with you yes. we agree with what you're doing yes. we are one with you and we want to move in and with you as you are moving. As you are shifting these ages, we want to be catalysts. We want to be forerunners. We want to lead the way, not to fill our ego, but simply because we're eager to cooperate with you. I was, um, as Gil was beginning to speak, I was seeing this procession come and it was a culmination of angels and cloud of witnesses and they were carrying <clears throat> gifts and I felt like as Gil was speaking that the gifts that they're putting under the tree for us inside those gifts are things that are going to help us align in this season just what we need um, for this coming season and so just to encourage you there is a gift uh, with your name on it under that tree and so if you want to find it um, this is like Christmas morning in the heavens, and you get to open it, so feel free to share um, if, if it's not too personal, whatever Father is giving you for this new season. Leah says, I, I see an ornament that is silver, a silver key. The top end of the key is a crown. Wow, that's beautiful. Lisa received the gift of total trust. Oh, wow. That is awesome. Mm -hmm. 
I just want to say that um, if you're not seeing a Christmas tree or if you're not seeing other things that people are sharing, but you're seeing other things, feel free to share that. That's totally fine. Uh, Not everybody relates to a Christmas tree or to being out in other planets or whatever it might be, (laughs) but share what you're getting because the experience is something that Father is giving to all of us, but he's giving it to us in different realms and different ways. And that we don't have to see things the way somebody else does. I'm getting a gift, but the gift I'm getting is coming straight from the Father. I see myself before His throne. And He's giving me, it's a box, but laying on top of the box. It's a gold box. And laying on top of the gold box is a golden scepter. And it's a scepter for ruling and reigning in the ages to come. And that you too, all of us, are called to rule and to reign. So I'd be curious how many others are receiving scepters that will allow them to rule and reign in this next age that we've already stepped into. Yeah. And just remember that what one person receives, we all have access to because we are one, because we are family here. So feel free to receive that. Norma shares that she received the gift of radical love to overcome all and love fearlessly. Love conquers all. And Mary says, I got a a fruit from the tree. It's love. It's delicious. Wow. That's beautiful. I've actually been moving across the nations and flying, moving with angels. And in certain cities, there are established golden pillars from heaven down. And those cities are being placed at the, pardon me, those golden pillars are being placed at the entrance to these certain certain cities. Oh, and nice. it's like they're God-appointed places for this new age yes. that God has ordained. That, so good. Marilyn, that is, I, I, I'm like jumping up inside, jumping up and down inside. Um, Yesterday in the worldwide gathering of ecclesias, I had seen angels that were coming down and they were putting pegs into the earth in different places. They were the foundational pillars that, that the angels were putting into various places around the earth for foundational pieces necessary for what's actually coming in 2021, the foundational pieces for what's coming for the next age. I love that. So, Renette says, I see an ornament that is electric and vibrating with a spinning movement. It shines really bright. Sandra says, um, John 16, verse 33, United in me, you have shalom. Be brave, I have conquered the world. Rose says, I heard the word might. I see an ornament, but not the details. Martha says, the gift he is giving me is joy. Yes, we received that. Lisa says, not today, but I have received scepters recently. And thanks, Gil and Adina, I've also received the one that Gil saw. And Sister Debbie Housel says, I'm receiving the gold on the wind, glory to of the wind. And then Rauch HaKodesh. Wow. Rosemary says, yes, I received the scepter. It's full of sapphire and rubies an indication of great pressure to align our characters to our blueprints. Wow, wow. Deborah says, I got a sword with four red rubies. That's beautiful, wow. 
Ross says, the Lord has also been talking to me about joy. Ken says, improving physical health in the new year. Yes. And Jennifer says, I received a shepherd's staff. Wow. Because I was looking at myself in the little gallery. I saw Santa Claus walk in front of me with a great big red bag he was carrying. And I get the idea that we can either take out what we want or whatever he feels that he should flip up and give to us or even we can poke the end of it and take out as much and as many things as we want. And one of the things that he said that he has given me is eyes to see and ears to hear. That's beautiful. Thanks, Thanks Maxine. I was seeing actually a, a seed um, in my present as I opened it up. And I just took that seed and, and planted it in my heart. And I know it's some new things Father is wanting to grow in me in this coming season. Otto and Hannah say, we see God, a God giving us quantum ribbons of light to help us with co-creation. Oh, that's beautiful. Love all the chats, but <clears throat> would love for people, if they want to say it themselves, jump on. Jump on. <laughs> but if you're on your Zoom, face, uh, unmute yourself. Yeah. Yeah, if you're on Zoom, just unmute yourself and, and share away. <laughs> Norma says, I received the scepter previously. Father gave it to me and it looked identical to his that he points at me when I approach his throne. Hmm. I get to utilize my scepter to guide others to his throne. And Jeannie says, the other night our bench saw that this new age is the golden age. Now continuing to see so much gold dust forming golden wow. pathways on the new earth. Wow. That's beautiful. And Daniel and Linda say, I, I received perfect love from Father. Mm. <laughs> Lynn shared, I received a sword dance in the glory. Wow. This may be where we partake in communion today is around the Christmas tree, enjoying the gifts Father has given to us. I you have another idea? Well, at the Worldwide Gathering of Ecclesias yesterday, we gathered around a, a round table. And I do not believe that is limited by time and space at all. And so I would encourage us to in, okay. gather around the round table. So get your elements together if you haven't already got them. And uh, this is our time of giving and receiving. Our message is actually on giving and receiving today and um, just the, the power and the understanding of what it means to be walking in a healthy level of giving and receiving. We were created in the image of the Father, and He's a giver, and He's given to all things, and all things give. 
So he gives, we receive, and we give out of that abundance. And it's just a blessing. It's the season for giving and receiving. Hector shares, uh, when I opened my box, I saw a swirling of light. It was life-giving light. The giver of life is gifting us new dynamic life. We receive that. And that really fits in with um, communion as well. Brenna reports that she received jammies that were from her angel. Uh, time <laughs> of rest. Oh, I and love Cindy, that. Cindy says, one of the things I received was a blue and white talent. The blue stitching is gold that is also blue. Wow. 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 Um, cool. Helene says, I was getting the verse, um, Romans 5, 17, as Gil was speaking about the golden scepter, and the word rain was in bold gold. Mm. It's beautiful. So we've been talking a lot about ruling and reigning, and um, uh, and, and in this article I read this morning, again by a New Age group, and yet they, you know, they they've nailed it. They're probably ahead of us in understanding some of this stuff, and that um, our DNA is being shifted, our DNA is being changed, and so as we take communion this morning need to realize that when we get to the blood, when we get to the wine, this is all about our DNA being shifted, being cleansed and shifted and taken into higher realms of understanding and consciousness in Christ, that we understand who we are in Him. So I hope everyone's got their elements. And um, again, giving time, there's a, there's a, a link right below us on the camera so if you're online you can use that link to to give electronically and or you can go to kingdom talks media or kingdom and you can find our donate or partnership section there and just feeling today we're sowing into we're giving into that coming into alignment for the new year wow yeah, yeah. So I just invite all of you to come to this table. This is the table that the Father has created for all his children. So it is a massive, massive table. It's a round table because we are coming to the round table where the only head is Yeshua, its Father. The rest of us come as part of the body and we take our place at the table. We come up to this table, massive round table in the heavens so massive that without our spiritual eyes we wouldn't be able to see to the other side but with spiritual eyes we can see all the way around <laughs> and we come to the table and that table at every place setting there's already the bread and the wine it's seated there it's set there before us already so go ahead and take your seat at the table Father's already shown that in this new age that we've stepped into, that the taking of communion is no longer just about the washing of our, our sins, the washing away of our, our missing the mark of our identity, but it's about coming into oneness. And so if you are ready to submit yourself completely and fully and to commit yourself completely and fully to the body, to the one, the one, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and all of his creations. 
<clears throat> if you're willing to submit yourself, then go ahead and take of the bread, which represents the body that we become one with. If that's your desire, go ahead and take and eat. I just see this as a joyful Christmas communion celebration and some of us are, are waving to each other clear at the other end of the of the table and around the table there's lots of hugs and high fives this is a place where we celebrate our oneness with one another and with the Father Son and Holy Spirit and I'm just seeing the father stands up at the head of the table and he's, he's holding uh, the communion goblet of wine. And all of us stand together with him. And he says, take, drink of our oneness. In Jesus' name. As that wine enters into your system, believe and know that it is changing your DNA, lifting you to a higher existence and understanding of who we are. And just as yesterday at this table, when everybody had taken of the bread and the wine, <clears throat> the table kind of completely shifted and in, in, in almost imploded as a, a singularity and the table was gone and then everybody who had taken and had committed and submitted themselves to the one as the father stood in the center everybody was drawn to the center and we all became one yes. together with him yes. and that this happens over and over and over and over again as more and more people come to the table yes. hmm. so just let that sink in for a little bit and and as you have testimony to share go ahead and begin to share but let it sink in for a little bit see what the father has done says, I sense that the table itself is alive and so joyful for the communion feast. Mm, so good. It felt like that as we took communion, um, and I don't know really quite how to describe it, but 
it accentuated every gift that was given to us personally and corporately and established it um, for alignment in this next season. Kathy says, I see angels ringing little bells. They are celebrating with us in joy. Josie says, my gift was a big cup with golden handle with one drop of blood, but it will multiply as I pass it around. That's beautiful. Cindy says, as the table collapsed and we became one, we all became wine and we each we were each a fragrance joined into one cup. The father took the cup and began to drink and the released the same wine back to us, us to him and back to us. Mm, that's good. Beautiful. Claudia says, we are made with the gold dust from heaven and now we are changing our hearts with Yahweh is planting the new immortal body in us I receive the sword of love to touch others with the love of Yahweh in us. Lynn says, alchemy of grace, transforming us into pure golden love. Claudia says, I saw the bread changing the DNA of the body of Christ, and I saw the wine changing to the wine into his blood in our DNA to his DNA. Rosemary says, a new frequency is binding us to him divinely. I don't know how quite to describe it. And, and I, Father just saying, this is the true Christmas what we just encountered and he is asking us to, to carry this moment in our hearts throughout this season Norma says I saw the father laughing for joy as we communed and became one <laughs> I love it I think Father is overjoyed when more and more people understand the significance and the joy of being one. And many have chosen not to be one because they do not know who they are. But as we come to understand more and more who we are, then we are more than excited to join the oneness of the Father. Yeah. I just see him as, as, as Norma did, that uh, just full of the joy full of joy and just laughter as more and more people are awakening to understand who they are and becoming one with him mm -hmm. and one with the body. And this person says, as I take the communion, I laugh and there's a deep cry. All of a sense of separation fly away. Yes. Yes. And you know, sometimes Christmas is a difficult time when we might be uh, either separated from our loved ones or meeting with loved ones who may not believe the same way we do and it can be challenging and I believe Father is asking us to carry this oneness that um, even in our family members that we are one in Him. 
Brenna reports that God is giddy for unity. Yes. And Rosemary says, oh, wow. I said yesterday to friends that uh, 122120 is our real Christmas. Thank you for creating this table. Yes. Lynn says it's the new wine in us released. And Father's showing me right now just a truth that all things are already one in Him. There's no outside. There's nothing that exists outside of Him. Everything is already in Him. However, there is a greater level of experience for all of us when we awaken to the fact that we are one with Him. It brings us a greater level of intention that we can work within when we understand that we are in Him, we are one with Him, we are one with one another, and that from that place, a greater level of intent can be applied to everything around us. Yes. That's interesting. Again, I'm just thinking of a piece of that article I read this morning, and they were talking about um, that in, in the new earth, that you get to live your dream life. <laughs> I like there's a lot more significance to it than that. But it is true. We can begin to live the life we were created for when we understand our oneness in Him and oneness with one another. A note um, for uh, 1221, that's a 1-2-2-1, which is a polygon. And it's 2 is for witness, and witness is surrounded by ones. Wow. Witness is surrounded by witness. <laughs> that is awesome. That is Thank so you, cool. Otto. Thank you, Otto. Wow. Hmm. Hmm. Jeannie on Zoom says, Father is making all things new. I see the blood quantum frequencies awakening our memory cells, awaken our memory to remember how it was, how it should have always been. More and more memories are being awakened in us. Remember, Father says, remember. It is an activation to awaken the memories we had with him before the foundations of creation. And Mary says, amen, Jeannie. Remembrance. Yes. And Deborah said, I didn't recognize the people at the table except for Jesus, but we were all one. And Ronell says, with taking the wine, I saw as we get closer to each other, we all become one. As a fountain, we burst forth and flow down into the earth, changing and infiltrating the people and nations of the world. That's beautiful. We become true light bearers. Yes. When we understand who we are, we then are able to shine with that light even brighter than we did before because the light's always in us. Yeshua is always in us. Sarah says, I agree with the table being alive and breathing. You know, I see that table now as a transport device, alive, yes. And its purpose and function is it appears as whoever's called to gather around it comes and gathers around it and partakes. And then it does that thing where it pulls itself into a singularity in the Father. And then the Father then draws all people into Him. And it's the ceremony of oneness. And then when that one's done, the table goes again and spreads itself out, waiting, ready for the next group of people. 
Lynn says, we are tasting the early release. Yes. Much more to come. I saw green, like, uh, branches off of a, a tree. And it was like it was a train. And there was some type of a shape in the front of it all sparkly and it kind of reminded me of an elf, I guess. And it was just charging. And then the face of a lion came and was almost transparent through it, but the lion's head was very, very powerful as if all of this stuff is he is the, the the forefront and he is the one that is leading all of these wonderful things from his greenery I guess <laughs> that is awesome that. thank you thank you thank you Maxine Irma is coming to the table <laughs> when it was we was on, on the on the there we go good on the tree, um, I see a box, and I opened the box, and it was a baby. It say a new birth. Mm -hmm. And wow. when we was on on the this round table, I see a stand up the father, and we we stand up and we go into him, hmm. and he say, "Come, my loves, I was waiting for you." Oh wow! <laughs> Thank you, Irma. Mm -hmm. So beautiful. There is absolutely a new birth, a new birth coming. And I would say for many it already is, and that we're all stepping into that understanding and being born again, again. Wow. I want to follow up on what Irma said because my gift was an invitation for me to nest in the father's heart and i believe it's going to be the unveiling of that throughout the whole new year so going into 2021 i will learn how to do that and receive and be safe and know how to have my being in a place where it's of rest right nesting so. yes that's beautiful so good larry and you know the word right now that is it's been coming out. In fact, uh, New Year's Eve of 2018, I still remember saying something that I had no clue what it really meant. But I just got a download, and while I was sharing on New Year's Eve 2018, um, that we would learn to live up here and come down here when we needed to. <laughs> Didn't know what that meant when I said it. And yet, many more people already had that message, and we're sharing it in the same year that 2018 was the year that we began to learn and understand how to step in. Stop a second. <laughs> um, but how to, are we still get an echo? Are we good? We're good. Okay. But so many have been learning how to step in and to learn and understand that we are always seated at the right hand of the Father. It's not this baptism into Jesus and then we're out of Jesus and then we're into Jesus and then we're out of Jesus. No. We are seated with him at the right hand of the Father all the time. And we just need to shift our focus to understand that we're there. 
and from a heavenly perspective begin to operate from there and then come down here and implement that through our earth suits into this realm. And so we're going to learn to do that even to a greater level as um, we step further into this next age. Such a good thing. <laughs> All right. Just encourage you to hang on to and hold and stay in this place and carry um, this encounter throughout this season because there's more that Father wants to unpack so much more. to you. You can come back to this tree anytime or to the table anytime and encounter and experience. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and shift over to um, our slide. I'm going to put that up for a second and um, see if I can... Oops. Before we, we fully yeah. get into that, let's just talk a minute about what we have coming up. We just got to the slide, honey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> just want to encourage you to go to our website and check out a lot of the events that are coming up. We also have two Ultimate Impact groups that are starting in January. Yes. And so if you haven't been part of a group and want to be part of a group, this is an amazing time to begin. And um, so we have some immersion retreats coming up. We have our restoration encounters, which is going to be just amazing. We need to get some slides up for that. Yeah, I realized after I loaded them up. That well, you know, <laughs> honestly, we're, we're kind of terrible about marketing ourselves. We, we, we just, are wonderful. Yes, we are. Growing. Yes, Okay, yes. <laughs> Scratch that. Cancel that. <laughs> So, but just encourage you to go to our website or to keep in touch with us. Our newsletter is a great way to do that. If you're not getting our newsletter, um, you know, please. And Mindy does a great job on that newsletter. It's and beautiful. I can, I, well, I saw Mindy. Wave, Mindy. Oh, there you are. You're still there. <laughs> are you on the floor now? I can't tell from this <laughs> angle. <laughs> Str struck with the spirit and fallen to the floor out of the couch seat. Okay. All right. It happens a lot. No worries. Well, um, so let's go ahead and, and can we go? Can, can uh, we go now? No, no. <laughs> well, I, I just want to say we're so sharing today. No? Yes, yes, we'll go to that. <laughs> we're sharing on giving and receiving because this is really the season of giving and receiving. It is, and so you know, it's titled "Our Design." And so, so what is our design? We're made in the image of the Father, and when we're thinking about that. You know, what does it mean to be made in the image of the Father? One of the biggest things that comes out and has really impacted me, honestly, is the fact that He's a giver. The says, scripture says very clearly that He is a giver. And it's interesting when you look at the rest of creation. Because when you look at the rest of creation, a tree takes in carbon dioxide and then freely gives oxygen. And it doesn't care who's sitting on the bench underneath of it, who's getting that oxygen. It just freely gives. Water goes up into the clouds, evaporates into the clouds, and then is circulated, and, it, and the clouds give it back. Total system of receiving and giving, receiving and giving. You know, everything, when you really think about it, that God has created, receives and then it gives. It receives and it gives, except for human beings. <laughs> human beings, we have a choice in the matter, and we tend to receive, and then if fear has entered our life at any point... And go ahead and just switch to the two of us here. There we go. Um, fear has, you know, if it has entered into someone's life, what it causes is a blockage, and it stops the giving and receiving because then somebody receives, and because of fear, they, they're afraid to give it back out. 
because if they give it back out, there might not be enough or something's going to happen. That fear factor is such a huge thing in the cycle of receiving and giving. And so we are going to just dive in a little bit further on all that. So, <clears throat> so uh, in our next slide, we're going to be looking at fractals. And you may go, I thought we were talking about giving and receiving, and we are going to. There we go. Um, I, I really honor um, Arthur Burke. He teaches a lot about fractals. And I have to say, I still don't fully understand it. Um, this is the definition off of the internet, a complex geometric pattern exhibiting self-similarity in that small details of its structure viewed at any scale repeat elements of the overall pattern. I wish we had a video, because um, there's there are some cool videos where it just shows fractal after fractal after fractal and, and inf in, through infinity, and it just keeps repeating that process. And when you think about one of the fractals that you could look at is when you look at an atom, you see these little, you know, balls of energy with other little balls of energy, you know, going around them. And that's, and the fractal part of that is you can go out to the macro and you see solar systems. You know, so it's, it's a design that is used over and over in creation. So, um, do you have the next slide? I do. Look there we go. Um, so fractals are patterns. So this is my simplistic understanding of it. It's the structure of how God created us and the universe and their consistent patterns to have a healthy structure. Okay, so what I want to say, though, right now is just anybody listening, if you have more knowledge to add to this, again, we're trying to create an environment now that is about the body. So we're bringing a subject matter that we've you know, done some study on to share. And as we share it, I guarantee that many of you online and in here are getting downloads from the Father. You're getting revelation. And the thing is, if you hold on to that and you don't share it with the rest of us, <laughs> I was going to say something, but I didn't say it. You need to share it. You need to share it because that's the body functioning together and coming together to bring a whole. So if you hold on to a piece of it, then the rest of us don't get to the benefit of what Father downloaded. And, he, and I guarantee you, he's not going to download everything to any charismatic leader or Adina and I or anybody else. He's downloading it to the body. We will learn a thousand times more when each of you share the downloads that you're getting or the information that you have to add. So please... As we're sharing, don't feel, you know, don't, don't be afraid to interrupt. Just say, hey, I, I have something if, uh, if I can share, okay? And ideally, on the subject matter we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so um, with the next slide, just looking at, at the fractal of two. There we go. Um, the fractal of two is one of the most important ones, I believe, because it has to do with gender, male and female, and it has to do with giving and receiving. And our focus today is on giving and receiving, but... Just that this is where the enemy wants to cause the most havoc mm -hmm. because he wants to get us confused about male or female um, and the area of giving and receiving. He wants to break that cycle. I mean, there's, there, it, it's a healthy cycle. It's like, um, I, I've shared this before, but economists have said that there is, that the earth and all of that is in it is worth approximately four quadrillion dollars. Okay, in today's numbers, if you took that and divided among every man, woman, child, and baby, everybody in existence today, if you divided that, it's about $650,000 per person. Do you think you could live on that okay? You know, <laughs> if it were constantly there, yeah. you know, that you weren't worried about spending at all because as you spent, it came back in, and everybody was just receiving and giving, 
and in just that cycle kept going, we I think we'd all be okay we'd with be good that. Now there may be some who have a lot more and say, well, six hundred fifty thousand dollars that's a drop in the bucket. That's not enough for me. Well, that's where we need to all come to the body and understand that we, you know, we need to learn to exist together and to enjoy one another and understand that uh, I've got enough. And I don't, you know, honestly, when we really understand who we are, and this is a, a big one, If you, and I, I can only say it because I've experienced it. I'm currently walking in it pretty good right now, and that is understanding who I am. I don't need anything else. I don't need anything else. When you understand who you are, and you are aligned with what Father says about you, you're at peace, you're at rest, you're content. You realize you don't have need of anything else. So Lynn says, we are fractals hooking up to create something new. I love that. Thank hmm, you. I like that. Yeah, that's really good. Anybody else? What have you been getting? What do you got? Come um, on. Mary on, on Zoom says, let me get to it. <clears throat> wow, like cells in our body, as we give, divide ourselves, we multiply. Yes. Living equals growing. Very that's true. good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone else? Okay. So fragmentation of fractals. So as I was saying, the enemy wants to uh, destroy the, the fractals as much as possible. And so trauma, we all experience levels of trauma in our life, um, but it can bring fragmentation of the structures that Father built within us. And restoration involves healing those fractals in our lives. And, you know, this has been a personal journey for me in that um, going through the trauma that I did, what I learned was I just had to give, 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 but it was an unhealthy giving. Mm -hmm. And it, it is a place of codependency where, you know, it's like, well, that's just what I'm meant to do. And I honestly have had, and I'm overcoming, but I'm, I'm learning how to receive because for so long it was really hard for me to receive. And so you may experience this too. Just, just take a moment to think about your own life and how you operate. Is it easier to give or to receive? Is there a balance in that? Is, is there a healthy balance in that? Or do you feel sometimes where you have to give in certain situations or to certain people or to certain things? Is what we wanna see is this healed so that we can operate in a healthy way. And so I'll just keep going with this fragmentation of the giving and receiving uh, this next slide. In, in trauma, trauma things are taken from us that we have not given. It was stolen from us. So our ability to receive in healthy ways is usually damaged. Either we give too much codependency or we withhold and isolate. And so again, it, there's no judgment or condemnation. All of us have had our giving and receiving fractal probably damaged in different ways. And you see some people this manifests in take, 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 and they just want free, they want this, they want that, they want this for free when they're not giving. And so what we want to look at today is just how do we get into that flow, that healthy flow of giving and receiving where we're able to receive first or we're able to receive well, both from God and from other people, um, and we're able to give without any uh, codependency or without um, all of those other things. 
So receiving is always the first thing. We can't um, obviously give something that we don't have. And so it starts with Father. It always starts with Father. And we can't give what we haven't received first. And so the next step is we must learn to receive from the Father first. And that is the intimate time that we spend with the Father. We oftentimes are running so hard, and I'm very guilty of this, that we're running so hard so fast that we don't take the time to... um, you know, sit in his presence and receive. And you're not going to know who you are. You're not going to be able to understand who you are in Christ if you don't take the time to sit and receive and listen. So so much of the time, especially in the old paradigm, we're praying, we're giving him our wish list, you know. You know, Father, take care of this. Father, heal so-and-so. Father, do this. Father, can you do this? Can you, you know, just this whole big list of things versus understanding that, hey, you know, he might want to say something to you. And actually, he does want to say a lot to you, and he wants you to understand who you are. And so he will, if you will listen, just ask him, and I'm sure you've heard the question before, ask him, what do you think of me? And listen. How do you see me? And listen. And even say, is there anything else, Father? (laughs) It's like receiving a gift, and it's like, may I have another one, sir? (laughs) To receive from the Father is a blessed thing, and He loves to give. So um, then learn to be filled up with His love so it can overflow as we give to others. And this whole process obviously cannot be forced. We have to be willing to take the time in patience and in peace and sit with the Father and listen to what He has and let Him pour out and pour into you. And I know so many people have heard that so many times, but are you doing it? And I would say part of the challenge sometimes is we get so focused on um, learning new content that we're just like, oh, okay, well, I've got to, I want to listen to this or I want to listen to that. And, and I would read this book because somebody said it was good. And we're receiving secondhand, which, you know, this is kind of yeah. a gross illustration, but somebody's chewing in their mouth and then we're, <laughs> we're, we're wanting Gum. to take their, <laughs> their chewed up uh, <laughs> Uh, revelation instead of taking that time. Um, for, You're right, that is gross. It is, but, <laughs> but really taking that time, and, and I, I know I've struggled with it too sometimes because it's always like, oh, there's a new skiding thing, you know, and and we develop a lot of content, and, you know, we love for you to watch Kingdom Talks, but Kingdom Talks or this time or any cannot take the place of your personal receiving. Yeah. I'm, I'm starting to refer to it now as the razzle-dazzle syndrome, where everybody's looking for the razzle-dazzle, and they're chasing after that. Signs, wonders, and miracles, they're all chasing these things, the next new experience, the next new level or dimension, and they're not spending time with the Father to see who they are. And I guarantee you that you're going to be limited in what you can do if that's what you're chasing after, and you haven't spent time to understand who you are. Because you're not going to be able to step into the fullness of of your power and authority that Yeshua has, that you're welcome to have, but you won't be able to step into it unless you spend time with Father, listening and receiving and accepting who He says you are. It doesn't matter who you are and what you've done. If you're not doing that, you will not be able to walk in fullness and power and authority. I'm still looking for the, the ones who reach that. And I I hope to be one that reaches that, where I have finally laid down all my negative thoughts and, you know, perceptions of myself, 
and I don't have anything left. I mean, I can't even think of anything necessarily consciously right now, but I know there is. And Father will reveal it. I'll get triggered somewhere along the line by something. <laughs> and it's like, ah, okay, there's another one. Let me, let me bring that out. Father, I was triggered and offended here. What, what was that about? Because honestly, if we had the full power and authority of Yeshua, that Yeshua walks in, he said we would do all things he did and more. So when we have that full power and authority and something were to tweak me or trigger me and, I'm, and I'd curse creation, not a good thing if I have all the power and authority. That would not go well. So we have to be rid of all that, and we cannot be rid of all that unless we spend that time with the Father, hearing what He says about us, receiving it, and accepting it, and saying, wow, that is me. Thank you, Father. So then the other part of... You have something? Go ahead. Um, okay. Hold so, on a second. There you go. So that totally relates to what I saw during our ascension time, because um, when we were talking about gifts, um, what I saw was, you know, from the heavens, from the Lord's, you know, from Abba's throne. And I know we're in him and he's in us, but he just showed me these. Uh, it was a ray of light. So it has, you know, a very bright center uh, coming from the heavens. And it was reaching out to my body, to all of our bodies since we ascended together. So one, one bright light coming down in all these rays to my body, my arms and my, and my legs and my hands, they were all outstretched. And someone had just talked about the awakening of every cell in our body. Mm -hmm. And what I saw was that every cell in our body, like sprinkled, you know, like with uh, golden light, like little circles, fractals of golden light in our body. And they were all like outstretched and these rays were, they were like receptors of his glory just coming into every cell of our body. And what I knew was that the Lord was saying, um, I want to deposit into every cell of your body, your identity, yeah, your call. Yeah, wow. It was beautiful. And so I know that's for all of us. Yeah. That is so good. And even as you're saying that, I'm just seeing the picture of, you know, there's those cancer cells and those are the ones that we have not submitted and committed to, you know, aligning with father. And that I honestly believe that if we fully and completely love ourselves, there's no sickness or disease that can exist in us and that we need to get to that place. And that can only be done by time with father and listening to what he has. So, so let me do this one. If you want to, but I want to say something first. Can I say something Go first? Ahead. Okay. So part of the reason of talking about this in this season is um, it is a time of giving and receiving gifts and different things like that. And for some people, this is a really hard, you know. It was really hard for me many, many years. I despised it. Yeah. I dreaded it. I did not like Christmas at all. Nothing against the Lord at all. Nothing against Yeshua. But just the commercialization of it and the, you know, the giving of gifts, the expectations, the obligations and all that did not go well with me. <laughs> and we really want to... healed good. to some degree. Yes. <laughs> we want to break <laughs> off any of those things where we feel the obligation um, or, or that compulsion or, well, somebody gave me a gift and, oh, now I need to give them a gift. And, and all of those things <clears throat> that can make this season a little yeah. awkward or challenging... Yeah. So can I go ahead and cover this slide well, then? Well, I just want to no, say no, no, one more thing. No. One more thing. 
<laughs> um, is it's really get walking into that freedom of yeah. being able to understand that, like, honestly, my love language is um, not gift giving, and it's a challenge for me. <laughs> um, and there's other people who are super gift givers, you know, where they just, you know, just do it so well. And, and I can go, oh, I'm, I just am not a good gift giver. And, oh, I forgot to do this or I could have done that. I'm, I get to shine for who I am. Yes. And not feel like I have to be like somebody else. Okay, you can take over. <laughs> take over. Can I get a, a word in edgewise? Yes. Because <laughs> um, because this is the, the the point that if you know who you are, if you really know who you are, then whatever you're called to do, you're going to do it with freedom. You're going to do it with love. You're going to do it with joy, and you're not going to get offended if offended if others don't respond in kind. That's where we're truly arriving to the place where we know who we are and we can operate in it with love, with joy, with peace, and we're not offended when others don't respond in the same way. So I even think of, uh, you know, when we do conferences and we're, we're the ones that are in charge and it's our finances and all that on the line, we have always said that, you know, here's the value and here's, you know, what we're putting out that this is the value of the conference, whatever dollar amount it might be. However, if there's people that cannot afford it, we have always said, okay, just come on in. Because it's not about the money. It's not about, you know, you giving up that, that dollar. So this is scenarios that I've imagined before. So that we have a, a conference where people, you know, paid, you know, good money to get into the conference. And they're sitting right next to somebody who didn't pay anything. And they get to talking and they find out, you didn't pay anything? And I paid all this? Trigger point, <laughs> trigger point, are you confident and, and satisfied in who you are that you had the funds and you valued it and you gave the funds? It's that giving and receiving, giving into the conference. The conferences don't happen for free. Yeah. <laughs> we have to have the funds to operate them. But there's also no reason why the person who got in for free isn't just as happy and the person who paid is just as happy for them. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad you're here. It is so awesome that it didn't money didn't keep you out because we're one because yeah yeah reminded me of the uh, getting there <laughs> go ahead Tom of the scripture about you know the the one servant served all day or eight hours or yeah then the other servant or the other person came in and only uh, had to labor for an hour and they got the same pay mm-hmm. <clears throat> And there's something about, you know, the appreciation for the opportunity to participate and don't be comparing or looking That's, at others. Mm -hmm. that, that, that whole unbalance that that creates. Comparison in a lot of ways is of the devil. <laughs> you know, not in all ways, but in a lot of ways, it is literally of the devil. Because in that type of situation... Well, because you're not... You, it's like you were saying earlier about spending time with the Lord to receive. Yeah. This whole journey is about us receiving and then letting it flow through us and us aligning with the Father's harder frequency and, and continually learning to do that and then be an expression of that. And if we're comparing ourselves to others or all those other things, it, it totally corrupts that relational yes. and receiving experience. Because, you know, if, if someone gets offended that someone got in for free, there's the key word, offended. Why are you offended? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Diane. Yeah. 
just a real quick thing. <laughs> I don't know if this is a known little phrase, but I've always heard, if you don't compare, it won't seem unfair. Oh, that's so good. I like that. No, I haven't heard that, <laughs> but I like that. That is good. That is good. Anyone else? We've got a lot of people on Zoom, Facebook, YouTube. Got to have some comments there somewhere. Any other thoughts? Does this make sense? That's the big thing. Does this make sense? All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and go to the next slide. If you have anything, let Jump us in. know. Jump in. <laughs> All right. So learning to give. And we kind of already covered some of this. Getting out of the poverty mindset. So especially in this Christmas time, we need to get out of the poverty mindset and, and just learn that what you have is what you get to give. If you're um, thinking that you want to give a you know give someone a car and yet you're barely paying your own bills, that may not be the thing that you're supposed to give. <laughs> but if you're you know a multimillionaire and you feel the father's saying to give a car, then that's a different story. So again, we just have to understand we are who we are. Don't compare a millionaire to someone who's you know not there. Just understand that you have gifts that you can give. You have something to give out of. And when we're not giving anything, I firmly believe that Father is looking around the world. And unfortunately, I don't know why, but in this movement, the mystical movement, it's like I most people are not even doing a tithe, you know, which again, that's kind of a legalistic thing, but it's it's been for a lot of people the, 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 the standard. Um, I believe, you know, Father's looking around to his kingdom people to find out if he blesses there, is that going to be flowing or is that person going to, operating out of fear and, you know, just going to hang on to it. You know, we continue to give even when we don't have much to give. We've given, I can't tell you how many times we've given when it's the last dollar we've had. You know, it's just Father says to give, and those are the greatest times, actually. I mean, those have been some awesome times. Not that I want to be there all the time, Father, but, um, <laughs> you know, that we've given our very last dollar, just saying it's in his hands and trusting that he's going to replenish, and he always, always has. Um, and even just recently, things were a little more tight, and we gave a, a generous gift. And oh. it was interesting because we received a generous gift in exactly the same, same amount, amount within a week. Yeah. And so it's just like our Father that when when we're set free, and you know, it's it's not overdoing like Gil said. It's it's hearing what is the Father saying, and then it's it's you know just yeah. doing that. So this next one on the slide is giving from freedom, not obligation. So if you're feeling like you're giving out of obligation, just don't. Don't. Just wait until you have the peace where Father says to give. And we're not talking about giving to kingdom talks. We're not talking about giving to us. We're talking about in general. Just in general, when you, you are feeling like you know someone gave you a gift, and now you feel obligated to give them one, ask the Father. Don't give if you feel like you're having to give out of obligation. We really need to be who we are. And that does not mean, like Adina said, gifts are not her thing. We, we, we get caught in this too. We've gone to um, you know, places that have invited us and we get there and you know, it's the, the bed with all the gifts on it and the cards and all these things. And, and, and then we think about when we invite people here, you know, we've got some extra rooms and we have people come. We're like, there's the bedroom. We don't think about that but part, but, but we it's love like family. family. Yeah, we're more like family. But other people who have that gift of giving, 
It's just so awesome. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. But we're more about just come so we can have time together. Yeah. And sometimes we may think about it and put a chocolate on the bed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then the last one, giving from abundance, not lack. Um, you know, there are those people, again, out of that codependent spot that they just feel like they're supposed to give. They have to give. They've got to give when in reality they don't have it to give. And some people put them in places that father's not said to put, you know, not said to give. And they find themselves in kind of dire straits financially because they've given out of uh, compulsion or, you know, manipulation from the other side. So we need to really make sure that we're totally comfortable in that place of giving, that when we give, God loves a cheerful giver. He loves a joyful giver because out of, out of the abundance, whatever that is, the widow's might was out of the abundance. It was a sacrifice for her, but it was out of the abundance of what she had because she had it. If she didn't have it to give, she couldn't give it. But she had it, and out of that abundance, she gave it. And so whatever it is that Father is speaking to you about, go ahead and give. But just know who you are. Know who you are and be able to give freely and to receive freely. Yes. That's another trigger point. Look, can you receive freely? Are you able to receive something and not feel like you got to give something back to measure up? <laughs> we were at a church um, a number of years ago, and the pastor had, Father gave them the idea of doing a giving and receiving line. And, um, and all it, he did was just say, ask the father if you're supposed to be in the giving or receiving line. And if you're in the giving line, ask how much to give. And at that time, it was really difficult for us because we didn't have anything to give. We were going through a really challenging time and, and it was probably one of the hardest things to step into the receiving line. But these lines would come up to the front of the church and you didn't know randomly. Who, yeah, yeah. Randomly. You didn't know who you were going to be matched up with, but, um, it was just incredible. Um, I think one of the times it was that month where we did not have, uh, we didn't have rent for that month and we were literally, you know, just nothing. And, um, the person that was paired up with us, um, said, uh, well, he gave us a thousand dollars and paid our rent and, you know, so it was pretty amazing. It, it's a beautiful thing to flow in the giving and the receiving as Father created us to. We don't want to get stuck either in the receiving end or the giving end. Um, we don't want to feel like we're giving, 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 and nothing is being poured in. That breeds resentment and all kinds of stuff. Um, that's based off of performance, of expectation that I've got to give. Well, you know, we're, we're ministers, so we're leaders, so we have to give, we have to give, we have to give. But just being in that place of going, Father, is it, is this where you want me to engage or not? Um, and just being able to do that freely. Other comments. We'd love to hear your thoughts, your input, your downloads. Do we stun everybody? So uh, Lauren shares, um, no, I'm learning to receive. It's hard and totally agree. It that was one of the hardest things for yes. us. Yeah. And, I, and I think that's part of the reason Father took us through a really challenging season of lack um, because we needed to break down that pride to be able to receive. To even ask. I mean, and that was one of the things that Father told us as we've been moving further and further into ministry is that, that verse, ask and you will receive. 
if you aren't asking, you probably won't receive. In some cases, there are places where we have to ask. But again, it's always in alignment with who you are and what Father's got you here to do and what Father's saying to do. Because for some people, they're in a place where you don't ask. You know, Father's saying don't ask. Yeah. But uh, for us, it was ask. We had to come the other direction. We were coming from the other direction. So anyway, just other thoughts. Yes. <clears throat> of learning how to receive. Yeah. yeah. Um, I had this experience where um, I had gone from one place we had traveled and then I was going to another place and I had just, there was a problem with the flight and so um, I just said, that's okay, I'll just shift and I'll just stay at the airport and I'll just go to this to the, my next spot. Well, what happened because of all of the, the plane shifting is that uh, they lost my luggage. <laughs> so here I'm arriving. It was a, a conference site. I'm arriving in a new place. Um, I, I didn't have a car because it just happened to be the way I didn't need a car at the time. But I'm ar arriving there without any luggage. And so I, I feel like God really set me up for it. <laughs> because if you don't have a car and you don't have a luggage, then you're kind of in a tough spot. You know, like, how do I get to Walmart, you know, and get some makeup and some deodorant, some underwear, new clothes, you know? And, and the whole conference, I mean, day after day, I had my luggage didn't arrive, didn't arrive. It finally arrove, if that's the right word, <laughs> the, the morning before I, I took the flight to go home. Oh, wow. So what happened is that people stepped up and they offered to drive me to Walmart. They offered to drive me to go get food. And I had to receive, receive, receive the whole time. It was so hard for me. And by the time I got onto the airplane after, you know, all of this stuff, I'm like, Lord, what are you doing? And, and then I finally realized that I did not know how to receive. So, mm. you know, just an encouraging word for, you know, those who don't know how to receive, you know, don't worry, God will set you up. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's good. Anyone else? Okay. Well, and we I, can begin to wrap it up. I just want to say that this is family. We are family. And we want to know if there's some significant needs out there. Not that we have tons of resources, but we might be able to direct you to where you know, and, and it can be anything from, you know, a physical need to financial need an emotional need, you know, mm -hmm. any of these things, a spiritual need is that we want to truly be the, the family. Body. And yeah. it's not that Gil and I are the source to give to you, but as we operate as family, as you let us know, we might say, Hey, you know, John and Evelyn, they could do a court case with you because they're amazing. And, you know, we, we can send people different directions um, because we want to make sure that everyone is able to walk in into that fullness um, that we're meant to in the season ahead. And I believe sometimes that's Father allows different needs to be there so that we learn yes. to be one, yes. to come together and to... Um, supply what's lacking, mm -hmm. to give mm -hmm. what might be lacking, and so that we can operate that way. Very good. All right. Um, I do yes. have one thing to share. Yeah, Otto, go ahead. Uh, recently, we, um, Hannah and I learned uh, in communion 
that with the idea of discerning the body uh, didn't mean what I thought it meant. What it means is sharing what you have to give. Yes. So, so it's like, for me, one thing I have is a gift of faith. So when I come to the table of communion with others, I am giving away the gift of faith to others to be able to share. Love that. Yeah, a lot of them. Go ahead. And others had, you know, everybody has something to give. Sometimes you're not aware of it. But it's not a physical thing in this case. When you're at the communion table, many times it's spiritual giftings God has put in us. Exactly. That's so good, Otto. And that, that is so important to understand that we're not talking about money you know, I mean, that's part of it, but we're not talking about money specifically. We're talking about um, everything that you are, that we're giving of ourselves. Money is a great way and an easy way to to show it and to honor it. But at the same time, like you said, there are other a lot of other gifts within the body that you're good at something or, you know, whatever it is that it's who you are and to be able to give of that freely. If we all gave of who we are freely, we would be a happening body. and so just encourage you especially because we do count this as family is just to ask the lord what are you contributing into this family and what are you receiving from this family um because that's important that we all are operating from that flow and again it's not always financial um we have financial needs as a ministry because that's how we're able to do this um and when you supply financially into us, we're able to help more people in a variety of ways. But if you're not able to, we fully understand that. But God will have another way for you to sow into us. And it might be through through prayer, through encouragement, through volunteering. And through... when we say us, it's us, the body. Yes. Because we want this to be something where it's flowing in and flowing out, flowing in and flowing out, that everybody's receiving what they need to receive because others are giving what they have to give. Actually, this Christmas in the heavens that we went to experience with Chris Carter was all about bringing what your, what is your life work? Another way of saying who you are, bringing that and then sharing it with the people around you that father points out and says, this person needs it. Maybe someone comes up and says, I need this, this, and this. And it's like, oh, wait a minute, I've got that, that, and that. (laughs) Let me share it with you. But the body becomes whole when we start sharing who we are and receiving what we need. It's what, I believe it's how we're supposed to operate. All right, so um, are we, we're good? I don't see anything else, so I guess we're, all right. We'll wrap it up. We just want to wish each one of you a beautiful, awesome um, Yahweh filled Christmas. Yes, absolutely. And, uh, and, uh, happy new year. If we don't see you before then, we will have an, our, um, regular, regular gathering next week. So please join us if you're available. And, and if you are local to Colorado Springs, or even if you want to fly in, if you don't have a place for Christmas, uh, we just want to let you know that our house is open for, um, Christmas dinner at 5 PM on Christmas day. And we would absolutely please let us know you're you. coming, though. Yes, that will be helpful. <laughs> Otherwise, we'll have to have that miracle of the multiplication. Yes, the multiplication. <laughs> uh, who brought that gift? <laughs> all right. So we love you all, and thank you so much for being on and uh, just being part of the family. Yeah. That's the the joy of this. Uh, we we hope to see the family grow and grow and grow, and that even as it's growing, that there's going to be you know different parts of the the body that are going to come together. And understand that, hey, 
we're, we're even more like-minded in this area and that we just keep growing as we continue forward. So it's a blessed season and let's enjoy it. If you're on Zoom, encourage you to hang around with um, John and Evelyn and just continue the conversation and enjoy what Father's doing. All right. We love you all. Take care. Take care.